Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, my name is Gautier, and I'm addicted to a certain kind of sadness. This week on the Story Song Podcast. everybody welcome back to the story song podcast i'm dan mcinerney i'm rachel oaks and i'm michael gazelle every episode we walk you through the wonderful world of a story song and this week mm. we're talking about a song that i teased a few months ago it's true in may <laughs> uh and it's back now uh it's somebody that i used to know by Gautier, mm-hmm. and i spent all those months <laughs> learning how to say that name eight um, hours a day well, I mean, so because you, uh, you know, we all have lived in New York. You guys still do uh, in the city. I mean, and um, just so many times of seeing Goya when you walked into <laughs> a bodega, just a wall <laughs> of Goya cans. That I want to say goi- goiti because because it just it's in my brain, but it's not. It's Gautier. Yeah. Um. So there you go. And Dan, you have um, a goatee. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming you grew that goatee. In honor of Gautier. Specifically for this. That's right. Yes, absolutely. They're, they were connected. This is the um, first single of French fashion designer uh, Jean-Paul Gautier. <laughs> That's right. This song, mm-hmm. this song is all about um, the perfume in the shape yeah. of a uh, male body. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. uh, the rest of the album is all about Madonna's cone bra. So That's okay. right. It's real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's make a new rule. When I'm in my introduction, let's not talk about stuff that I have no idea what's going on. Okay, can we do that? It makes him feel less than. (laughs) I feel emasculated right now. Dan, Um, Dan, we go to the Gautier show every year at Fashion Week. I don't want them to know that. Oh, sorry. Sorry, no, Dan Dan knows nothing about this. That's right. Um, Baseball, football, bar, bar, bar. (laughs) Exactly, yeah, yeah. We are certainly not in the front row of every Fashion Week show. No, definitely not. Nobody, um, you guys don't know this, no, but he, Dan's, Dan's actually Anna Wintour. 
Uh, that's a name. Big reveal. I've heard of. Uh, <laughs> I I recognize the name. Don't know who it is. Yep. Don't know what you're talking about, but at least I know the name. Um. So here's the thing about this song. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my intro and mm-hmm. then and then just kind of like casually go into the the story behind the story song. Um. No, there's no there's no borders on this one, guys. I'm just we're gonna it's gonna be a uh, I'm just gonna go for oh, it. Oh jeez. But the thing I but well, here's what I like about this song. It's a free for all this week, huh? It's a, so it's I, experimental, just like Jean Paul Gaultier's fashion. <laughs> <laughs> no, see now I now I've opened myself up. Now I see <laughs> you guys are gonna do this in every opportunity. What uh, us? No. Uh no one to blame but myself. Anyway, so. Um, I when I I teased it, uh, when I mentioned it in the episode a few week uh, a few months ago, um, in that this is a secret duet. Yeah. Right. You songs going on and then boom out of nowhere, female vocal. Love it. Um, the other thing I love about this song is that this is a breakup song, right? And we've done a lot of breakup songs. Mm-hmm. We've done you know how am I supposed to live without you, etc. Thing I loved about this song from the first time I heard it is this is a breakup song with a person telling us about the breakup. Uh, it's pretty nonplussed about the breakup. Um, <laughs> the, he's pretty uh, okay. He's pretty okay with it. Well, I'm just gonna say the the breakup itself. He's pretty okay with the thing he is most offended by is that the other person seems to be taking it like way too hard. He's just like, right. why so dramatic? It's just we just broke up. It's like not a big deal, and now you're kind of hurting my feelings that you're acting like this was some some huge breakup. So I just I love that perspective because you rarely get the I broke up and it's really not a big deal, and I'm kind of glad that it's over. Okay, um, uh, we'll we'll get we'll get into it, but I have I have um thoughts about that. Okay, well let's. You also rarely get the um breakup song where it's like, oh, this is for the best. This was not a good relationship. Right. Yes. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what I mean. That it's like he, he, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of breakup songs, the person singing the song is devastated and right. heartbroken. Yeah. Um, he is more annoyed uh, than anything else <laughs> um, about how this went down. But so this one's about, very like was was this a waste of time? <laughs> <laughs> the story of this story song is is a guy he's complaining about his breakup. Um, he's not particularly sad about being broke up and said at one point he says, you know, he's glad that it's over or he's kind of glad that he's over. Um, but it, this is just kind of a casual breakup for him. And he's annoyed that his girlfriend, uh, seems to have taken it really hard, uh, and like ended it like it was a huge breakup. Like she, she blocks his number. Um, she won't see him. She won't talk to him. And he's just kind of offended that he's like, what? What the hell, man? <laughs> like, yeah. why, why are you being such a, making such a big deal out of this? Um, later, again, awesomely, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, off the top rope, girlfriend shows up, <laughs> blows up his spot. Yep. Uh, just tells him off uh, and is like, everything you're saying is, is a bunch of BS. And also, like, I just, uh, this was a big deal because you suck. I hate you. And I wanted to break this off and like never see you again yeah um he hilariously does not refute any of her claims uh he just (laughs) he just repeats that he's basically annoyed that he can't just randomly text her uh whenever he's bored right so that's the story of of this story song well i i I, the only thing i will say is i cannot listen to this song without thinking of the video so 
I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but the video was pretty great, and I don't know. That's all. Not okay. much happened in it, but I like that video. I like the video a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm sure I, I, it might even be the last video that mm. helped the song. Yeah. I, I would argue, because we talked- uh, what did we just recently talk about? Where the video? Oh, um, thriller. Uh, Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> thriller. <laughs> thriller. Thank you. Yeah. Michael. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where that was a, a big part of the appeal of that song was the video. I, I think this might, arguably, might be the last one where that phenomenon ever happened. Because I think after that, and it's similar it vibe, and a similar vibe to uh, nothing That's compares true. to you. So yeah. Yeah. yeah well, this yeah. is also when was the song like two thousand? It was twenty. 20- 2012 January 2012 okay it came out in the states so that's that's around the time probably MTV stopped playing videos so that's around the time that videos started to matter substantially less right wait you think in 2012 that's when MTV stopped showing music videos like full stop like videos. all all together yeah okay sure 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 yeah yeah maybe maybe yeah I mean it was I mean I just it was a I'm steady just, decline. Was, <laughs> absolutely. I just, whenever, whenever, I, I, I talked about this recently. Nowadays, like, someone will be like, oh, remember when MTV used to play music? And I'm like, dude, they used to say that in 1993. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? Anyone complaining about MTV not playing music, you lost the war. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's been over for 30 years. You got to let it go, guys. Right. Right. I don't know what to tell like the Like, the first rerun of remote control somebody was like oh they don't play music anymore like it's, <laughs> it's true. people have complaining been complaining about this for four yep. decades i don't know what to tell you yeah like i'm sorry but it's like it's over you know what i mean it's been over for a long time yeah that's it We have some very evocative uh, guitar plunking happening. That is a sample, which we'll talk about in the. In oh, the is it? Half. Is yes. it guitar or is that. it like a like a xylophone or a or a? I believe it's guitar. There, there. It, it's, it's, it, it's like I said. It's sampled. Oh, we might be thinking of two actually, different things. I think we're talking about two different parts. Well, but he's like, bunk, bunk. yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, but I, I, I could see how you might think that. But like, I think if you hear the longer thing, what's actually kind of brilliant is it's like it's only the first part, so it, it sort of has this feeling of uncomfortability to it because you're waiting for it to like resolve and it never does because <laughs> right. like. That that riff has like a second half to it. Um, that's like the mirror image, but he he never plays that part. He only ever plays <laughs> the first part of it, so it, it it sort of sets you on edge. Um, but then he says, "Now and then, I think of when we were together, like when you said you felt so happy you could die. I told myself you were right for me, but felt so lonely in your company, and that was love, and it's an ache I still." remember these are very good lyrics <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> these are good lyrics um especially 
getting into it, like one of our favorite things is just being dropped right into the story. And yes. now and then I think of when we were together, you know where you are. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. uh, I mean, he's, I mean, what's, what's happening right now? You you think that he's just sort of reminiscing about where they were at? Like he's not talking to her. Well, here's the thing. I mean, we, we talked about this with, um, uh, don't you uh, want me? Human League. Yeah. Don't you want me? Thank you. Um, in that it seemed like they were, we, they were like, they, they were like doing like two monologues, like in a sure. play. Like they weren't talking to each other, but they were, you know what I mean? They were yeah. doing like a soliloquy. Two different spotlights. Um, yep. It's, I think, I think this is, obviously this is a similar construction. Is it, are, are they talking to each other? I don't think so. No, but, I think this is, this is monologue. This is soliloquy. Yeah. I think okay. so. Yeah. I'll believe that. I'll buy that. I mean, I'm in. And is it a thing where they're trying to, because he's, he says, let's see, is there, oh yeah, he, no, he doesn't actually. This well, could no, be, this could be immediately after a post breakup conversation. Mm-hmm. You right. know, like I, but I feel like certainly when we get but to the chorus, Im- I don't think it's directed at each other. Agree, right. and it's also not immediately after the breakup. No, I, I mean, not it's after the breakup. I think it's it's after a conversation that they have after they've broken okay. up. I, I think see. maybe okay, they they talked at some point, and things are different. And right, yeah. He feels like he's been cut off and like completely, and there there's a different uh, dynamic to the relationship, and right. he's kind of realizing this now, and this is the inner monologue. Hmm. So here's the thing. The the lyrics on the page, I want to make fun of this guy. Um, he seems like a real sad sack loser. <laughs> um, he doesn't like, you know, like love is this ache. Like, shut up, dude. Like you're 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 this like <laughs> this emo crybaby. Enough. But here's the thing. That's kind that's the tack I was gonna take. And that's the tech I am going to take because I'm a hack. Yeah. And I, you know, <laughs> sure. this, this is what I'm good at. But listening to the song, Gautier does a really good job of making you, making you feel for this guy. Like, in the actual context of the song, I, I, do, I don't hate this guy as much as I do just reading the lyrics. Like, I think he's, like, I think he is genuinely hurt and he, right. like, he was, like, um... I think it was just a bad relationship and they, they, they tried to make it work and it just, it just didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, I think, I think what this song does brilliantly lyrically is, is that juxtaposition between, um, uh, the like happiness and sadness, pleasure and pain, like, right. Like relief. Yeah. Yeah. Love and, and, and like the lyric, when you said you felt so happy you could die right Right. like there's that such an like it's such an unhealthy place to be in this relationship like so they're they're convincing themselves that they're happy but there is such a a a sadness to it well yeah i think that's what that's the the idea of like because i i would even in this first verse i'm trying to figure out where this guy lands on it because in the beginning, when he's like, like you said, you felt so happy you could die. Is he thinking that like, well, you've 
this is you're a little too more into this than I am. But then he <laughs> right. has that last line of it being an ache he still remembers. There's this idea of I think you're right, Michael, of of neither of them sort of know what love is. Like, you know what I mean? That that it has to be this over dramatic sort of like all or nothing passionate thing. But meanwhile, he felt nothing when he was with her. But not nothing, but he felt lonely. They felt separate when they were together. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I think him saying, I told myself you were right for me. Right. Yeah. But felt so lonely in your company. I think that's the thing. I think for him, as the song goes on, I think we'll, we may see that for him, this was kind of a like, hey, we're just hanging out. Like, it's a casual thing. Let's, like, not make it. Let's not put a label on it. Let's not make a big deal of it. And, like, she was like, I am so happy I could die. <laughs> like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, uh, it's getting a little intense. Let's let's take it down a step. Or he, I mean, yeah, I or, think. But, or he did want it to be that, but it never got there for it him. It never got there. He never, yeah. he could never be that person with with her. But even him saying that love is an ache, I mean, like, obviously that's open to interpretation, but, like, it doesn't feel like it was ever, like, a burning passion, right? No, it just sort of was like a, a, a pang. No, no, no. But I think that's, oh, see, we're taking this two different ways. I like this. You're taking yeah. it of, like, oh, it's not a passion. It's not, like, a burning thing. It's just a little ache. I'm taking right. it as um, what he thought was love telling himself that she was right for him, right? Uh, right. Is the ache of wanting to love and like wanting to be in love with her and making mm. himself try to be in love with her was painful. Like, it wasn't just like it was like, well, I said you were right for me, but that's love. Because why would he say, but that was love? The love and ache is the, is the thing that connects it to me where it's like, is he trying... Does he really feel, not that he, does he see it as casual or does he feel just not as much for her no matter how hard he tries? So he put the effort in, but right. it's just not, it's just not there. If it's not there, it's mm. not there. Okay. Yeah. That's I how think I it's him. It. I think it's, it's him sort of uh, remembering the, the pain of being in a relationship with someone that he doesn't love was not in love with right right it's it's the hurt if he basically if this is love why does it hurt kind of thing mm. yeah it's mm. it's um when he says it felt so lonely in your company like that's that's it that's the relationship right there yes yeah yeah um that is a very well thought out <laughs> empathetic <laughs> reading of this situation mm -hmm. i'm gonna take another tack real quick go for it <laughs> this is that couple that's just a lot oh you know what i mean there's Absolutely. a lot of fighting oh, man. every other weekend there's uh, a his there, you get a phone call she's hysterically crying like it's just like guys either break up or i don't know what but it's yeah. it's too much and it's done like you don't want to say it you know what i mean but like you're thinking yeah. in the back of your mind it's like kind of a performative thing. Yes. You know what not, I mean? They're, like they're, they're together they love for the, the drama. drama. They're here. They love the drama. They're here to ruin yeah. our dinner parties. That is their <laughs> entire relationship is just 
<laughs> resolved <laughs> revolved around ruining our dinner parties. I mean, we're still in the salad, and she is crying in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, this is just, why every time, why do we invite them? Yeah. Why do we invite them? There's a lot of, I never said that. You always do this. And then, That's right. <laughs> door slam, yeah. door slam. 100% yeah, yeah. their friends have two text chains, one with them and one without them. <laughs> Absolutely. And you can't Absolutely. say anything after they break up. You can't say anything because you know that they're going to get back together yes, again. Again. Well, they, oh, absolutely, they're going to get back together again. And text chain etiquette is going to become a big, a big part of this story in a moment. So, you can get addicted to a certain kind of sadness, like resignation to the end, always the end. So when we found that we could not make sense, well, you said that we would still. So that's what I mean. Where like he did, he's not. I mean, obviously he's probably somewhat sad. That's very right. Ending. But he's not like, how am I supposed to live without you? No, 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 right? no, 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 no. He's right. just like he's like he's kind of he's glad he's kind of glad that this is over. Yeah, but these don't now. Yeah, but what, what what I was gonna say is, but I still think you're, and I don't want to harp on this, but you're misreading no, no, what I'm saying in the in the first verse because I'm not saying mm -hmm. that he loved her and he's crushed that she's. That they're that it's over. His mm -hmm. sadness comes from the fact that he didn't love her, that right, he right. wanted the relationship because he wanted a relationship, but he didn't no, no, love I, her, and that's where the ache is from. But but he's I, glad it's mm -hmm. over because he didn't love her. No, I know. I I mean, I think I agree with you. I'm I'm saying that I like the fact that this doesn't go where most love songs go. Right. Or most most breakup songs go, whereas this horribly de devastating <laughs> thing. I mean, I mean, it's devastating, but it's like he is like it just didn't it just didn't work, and yeah. I'm I'm kind of glad that it that it that it ended. But now, on top of that, he's he's glad not only that it ended, but he's glad that they ended as friends. Right. Well, that's he what does I was like say. her. It's not he likes her, but he doesn't like her like her. I think that's that's to me what's funny is that. I think his main emotion mm -hmm. throughout this song is he's offended. He's offended <laughs> that she said we could still be friends and then she totally made sure that they could not still be friends. And he's just like, but you said we could. Uh, well, like, I, <laughs> I will say this too. This is a real, I, again, I don't want to do gender normative stuff, but this is an yeah. oblivious guy thing to do. Like what you said? Oh yes. What's the, you said we would be friends, and now we're not yeah. friends. What the? Right, right. What's the? And we'll find out later that like it's not like he's like the best guy, but you're. But it's like what you said we'd be friends. What that wasn't true. It's like no, that's not true. <laughs> that's what everybody it's says when you break up. It's never true. You that's say what we're gonna says. stay friends, and the answer is right, right. You're not. 
You you yeah, have yeah. like a breakup and you're like, we'll always be in each other's lives. And then you never talk again. That's how <laughs> gonna, that works. I'm going to um this guy, I'm gonna like I'm gonna really gonna shock him. Uh there's a lot of people who in their high school yearbooks I wrote, we'll keep in touch. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> we did not. In fact, keep in touch. Oh my god. Uh, beyond the day after high <laughs> right. school ended. So forgot your name uh, throughout that yearbook. <laughs> yeah, I I I walked off that graduation stage, and your your face and name were erased from my memory uh, <laughs> from all time. So people say things. People say we'll stay friends. They'll say it's not you, it's me. It's you, dude. Yeah. it's it's not her. It's always <laughs> it's, it's you. you. It's trust you. me. Um, but so I mean, after this breakup, mm-hmm. neither one of them is getting invited to dinner parties, right? Well, they're gonna show up. They're well, but gonna the- show up. And they're both gonna yeah. they're gonna say, No, it's oh oh, is Kimbra gonna be there? Oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Is is Gautier <laughs> gonna be there? Oh, we'll we'll be mm. fine. We decided to stay friends. And on the text chain without them, all their friends say, <laughs> right. This is a nightmare. Somebody bring Jaegermeister, because I just need to get blackout <laughs> drunk. You know what? I'm gonna finally tell them what I think. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it this time. Oh man. If they ruin they one guess. more dinner party, I swear. <laughs> that's, we're not inviting them next time. Yeah. Right. And that's on um, us for keeping on inviting them, too. I yeah, mean, at yeah. some point, it's we just... It's, but how are we some, gonna... At some point, we're addicted to a certain kind of sadness, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just addicted to Jägermeister, personally, <laughs> but I gotta go to a so meeting about that. I'm loving this. That. You yeah. know what? I'm, I'm um, not gonna invite Gautier next time. We could do it. We could not invite him, but that's like drawing a line in the sand. If you want to do it. that... Right. That's it. That's, that's, no, that, I said, that's on you. Sorry. We're not inviting him. We're not, you know what? Forget it. We're not inviting him this time. We're not doing it. it. We're not doing that's it. That's it. That's it. All right. Just this one. We'll, we'll invite them. All right. We'll do it one more time. We'll invite him. That's it. After this though. Cause do no you want to have to deal with the aftermath when he finds out <laughs> that we invited Kimbra and not him? Uh, you know, you don't. <laughs> Cause then you're going to guess the what? Then we're going to see him and you get that hangdog expression. And yeah. I can't. Oh, enough already with that. And then he'll just start, he'll just start painting his face. Yeah. He'll just start painting <laughs> lines on his face. Oh, he'll start time. painting. Um, I can't. I also are painting um, Trailer Pursuit pieces on his face, and I can't. I can't. When he when he paints his face to look like a Trivial Pursuit Lord. piece, I can't do it. Oh my gosh! Um, Did um, so who's 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 bringing the brownies to the dinner party? Did nobody's? <laughs> we got to invite those. Yeah. Oh, he always bring. He always oh, brings he was dessert. Bringing the brownies. Yeah. Um. So I the so <laughs> I do think that they are they. The addiction, I think, is real. And I do think that this is probably not the first time that this has happened to them. I I, I mean, I think that maybe this is an on again, off again situation that they. uh, They they are in a cycle like we're we're being all yuck, yuck about it, but I do think maybe this is that sort of like 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 couple that just can't get past each other. Well, but you say I mean, maybe they have I think this time it's over, though. Okay, because we're gonna we're gonna get no, we're gonna get more I think information it is for now. Because I also think it's been well, I think it's also been a little while. I think oh, it's that's been at, at least more than a year. But I guess the, I, yeah. just just from context. Clues. But I guess the line that I'm them seeing is like when he says like resignation to the end, always the end. Meaning, right. to me, that says when we get into this, it's almost like we're already just playing to the last chapter. Like we're already just like on the path. We know where it's gonna go because it always goes this way. 
Well, but maybe, but maybe he does that with multiple girls. Oh, okay. you know what I mean. Like, I'm just, you know, yeah, I'm just saying because he, you know, he's saying you can get addicted to a certain kind of sadness. Which, by the way, he sells that line really good in the song. But like, again, you're at this dinner party, and it's like, <laughs> hey, Gautier, how's it going? <laughs> you know, you can get addicted to a certain kind of sadness. All right, you know what? Why don't you tell it the Live Journal? Okay, <laughs> how about we just. Talk about sports. Is that is that too much? Oh man! Talk about where Durant's going next season. Like we really have, we got to do this now. Um, I asked so, if you could yeah. pass the bread. I don't. Right. I don't need to hear about your sadness <laughs> exactly. addiction right now. She's Louise. But yeah, he's. But you know, I you know think, what? Keep like, the bread. I don't need the bread. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, you know, like once he gets into a relationship, he's already looking for the end, or he's yeah. already he's already anticipating the end is coming it could Maybe. be that it could be that no um so now we're into the chorus and so she said we could still be friends right that's what she said and we found that we could not make sense we together right right but he's like oh this is great we'll still be friends mm-hmm. okay now again doofus. i love <laughs> i love this but you didn't have to cut me off. Make out like it never happened and that we were nothing. Now, that's the part that, I th- again, I think he's really offended right. yeah. by the fact that, like, he doesn't have an ex-girlfriend. You know what right. I mean? Like, she's just like, she just acts like this never happened. Sure. And he's like, but we were, we were dating. She's almost like reverse gaslighting him. Yeah. Where she's like. <laughs> No, what are you talking about? We were never dating. No, yeah. that is like, actually no, we, gaslighting. Yeah, that's him. gaslighting. We just just it's, well, I, I guess so. Just it's, she's doing it to the dude doesn't mean it's not <laughs> gaslighting. Well, I just mean usually it goes to, you know, usually they're together. Like she's just like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. But like I love, I like the key because he's like, I'm a, you can get addicted to a certain kind of sadness. Like he's that guy. So he wants to be mopey and be like, ugh, my ex girlfriend. Yeah. But he can't because she's just like, it never happened. Like I, I, he doesn't get, he doesn't get the experience of having an ex girlfriend. Yeah, because she's just like, no, make out like it never happened, and that we were nothing. I don't even need your love, but you treat me like a stranger, and that feels so rough. That is, that is, I, that's the song. Those two lines. I don't yeah. even need your love, but you treat me like a stranger, and that feels so rough. This is sending the clowns. Ooh. This is he. When they're together, he does not want her. Right. And then they break up and she feels after the breakup the way he felt in the relationship. And now he's longing for her. But I don't think he's longing for her. No. He, well, not, not longing, but he, he wants her to feel something he's annoyed that she feels nothing right even yes he feels something that because she feels nothing but when they were together and she felt something he felt nothing yes yes yes, yes. these yes. two are the worst <laughs> <laughs> well again like i think they are exhausting I, I think he is annoyed and offended yes that she is taking this so like she's treating this like it's a huge major breakup right and i think she's treating think the breakup she, the way he treated the relationship Right, but I think that's what's almost offended, offensive to him because he's like, I just wanted this to be like a casual breakup. Like we, we're both supposed to be okay with this. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to stay friends. Well, she is okay we, with it. She's just too okay with it. 
But but what I'm saying is like he's like we mutually decided we don't make sense and we'll and we'll 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 be friends. She's treating it like they're getting a divorce after 30 years, and she found him with her sister, and she's just like like going nuclear on this relationship. And he's like, chill. <laughs> like, yeah. why are you making such a big deal of this? To a certain degree, I also think that the other part of it, like I said, is that he wallows in his sadness, and he wants to have an ex girlfriend, and he's sure. super annoyed. That like when he's like, hey, Kimbra, what's up? And she's like, oh, hello, sir. It is a yep. pleasure to meet you. And he's like, what are you talking about? We were together. You know, like she's literally like treats him like she doesn't know who he is. Right. Um, yeah. You treat me like a stranger that feels so rough. No, you didn't have to stoop so low. Have your friends collect your records and then change your number. This is so where this is real oh, extreme. Yeah, That's what the I'm changing saying. the changing the number is real extreme. Not the collecting your records. Get your records. <laughs> well, that's the most important he, the thing. You get came. your records back because he the he wants her records. The friends collect the records. Yeah. Oh, you're she saying that your part's not over. extreme? No, no. Get your stuff back. Yeah, of course, get your stuff. Especially back. your records. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the extreme part is sending the friends. I. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he, he, he doesn't care friends. that she's. <laughs> she doesn't. He doesn't care. He wanted the awkward conversation of when she came to get her stuff. And and she denied him that because the f- the friend showed up. <laughs> I don't know if he wanted the awkward conversation. I think he assumed it would be a regular conversation. Right. I think I think they he assumed they friends. would just go back to normal. Like, hey, right. we're we're still cool, right? Right. And when the friends show up to like, hi, we're here to collect her stuff. Right. He's like, oh, it, I tried calling her, but <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> Now that's that number somehow belongs to a Wendy's in the middle of Ohio. Yeah. Uh, and they are not happy. No. Keep calling them. No. Um, they literally say, sir, this is a Wendy's. Um, that's right. Which is an internet joke. From, <laughs> is it? It'll be a few years uh, from now. No. Oh, you don't know about that? No. No. Um, I, whenever like someone. About it. Okay, Mike, I'll tell you real quick. So Dude. whenever someone like goes on a really long rant on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, the, the Joe Biden must be held accountable for whatever. <laughs> then you respond, sir, this is a Wendy's, like as though they were screaming <laughs> in the middle of a Wendy's, in a Wendy's. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a, oh, it's, it's a that's good pretty internet funny. Um, so uh, had your friends collect your records and then change your number. Now, this is here's the thing. This is what I was talking about text chain etiquette. Now yeah. they can't be on this. He doesn't know her number. Right. So there's two things. One, he can't be on the same tech chains anymore. Sure. So she has like she has potentially like cut him out of a lot of stuff. The second thing is that again, he is upset that at three o'clock in the morning he can't text you up right. uh, <laughs> randomly. Right. That yeah. was part of his plan. Sure. And now he, he doesn't know her number. I mean and it- she's she's cause, cause, cause once you don't know their number, now she's just out in the world. She That's just it. she fades into the background of reality for you. That's it. Because now she's just some stranger person, and if you don't know the if you don't know their number again, they might as well just be some random jabloni off the street. Yeah, he's got to just like stalk her on Facebook or something. And <laughs> and right. really, the people I feel the worst for are the friend group because now you know that he's going to be on the text chain and be like, "Hey, does anybody have Kimbra Kimbra's new number?" And then <laughs> well, she's going to start a new text chain saying, "Hey, you guys, this is my new number." Um, right. 
don't give it to Gautier. And then yeah. the friends are, are going to go on their original one that doesn't involve either of them and say, <laughs> can we all just get new numbers? Maybe, maybe that's what we do. Oh God. Now they have do three you... text chains. <laughs> exactly. Do you think, serious question. Do you think Gautier and Kimbra, by the way, we should mention that Kimbra is the singer who's the, <laughs> Oh yes, she's, she's right. we, just we didn't just name this character. This <laughs> if we did, it would be Joan. Yes. Do you think they were? Do you think they were in the same social orbit? Orbit, uh-huh. and then got together, and then this is like awkward for like the extended friend group. Now that they break up and all the text chains and stuff. Hmm. Or did Gautier come from the outside? Yeah, and is I... he a and, and is he a boil? The friend group can very cleanly lance. And he's out. Uh, I don't know. No, I think it has to be. I think, I think, it really has to be complicated for the friends for this to be really enjoyable. <laughs> um, or Michael, there's a third option. What? Or did they bring in Gautier? Did she bring? Did Kimbra bring oh. in Gautier? But everybody became friends with Gautier. Right. And it was like, well, but I like both of them and sometimes i like gautier better than i like kimbra even though i've known her since middle school and uh i've only known gautier for three months or what if somebody in the friend group was like kimbra you have to meet my friend gautier Ooh. Mm. well i mean that's always a danger because i was gonna say i've i've had both obviously i've had you know the friend group and then again the extended sort of friend group Mm -hmm. you know both people they start dating then they break up and it's like a huge to do and it's awkward not who's who we gonna side we gonna pick oh we gotta hang out with this guy one day and the girl the next there's also been other times where a person comes in totally from the outside and they break up poof it's like they never existed (laughs) (laughs) like figments of your imagination exactly from existence i will exactly it's it's like oh well oh jennifer broke up with him well, I'll yeah. never see that person again. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. we all and played then, putt-putt three weeks in a row, but now I guess I'm never going to see him again. What and was then that he, guy's name who was a really important exactly, part of our lives exactly. for three But months. then what's always That's funny right. is for the rest of your life, he's in your pictures of 4th of July on Fire Island. <laughs> like he was there that weekend. And then like a week later, they broke up. But he's yeah. in every picture like from that from the, the beach. Picture. Like as if we exactly. were best friends. You just got to go up to that guy and be like, look, I'm going to level with you. I don't know how long this is going to last. So if you could just sort of stand on the side of the picture so we can <laughs> easily scooch. cut you out. I need you to scoot. Yeah, yeah. You know we'll how sometimes you people, if you guys stay together, yeah, we'll it. keep you in. But if not, I need, I need to be able this to at is, least cut you off by the frame. Yeah. Look, this is an awkward conversation that I have to have with any new boyfriend or girlfriend in our friend group. Can you wear this green screen suit so I can easily <laughs> Photoshop you out later if I have to? It's nothing personal. Oh my god! Okay, this is a little family thing, but this is, this is good. <laughs> my aunt got divorced. It didn't go. Well. Uh-huh. It didn't go well, and this is pre Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so her husband was in a bunch of photos, and man, oh man, she could have worked for the CIA. The way that she took, she would take two photos, the same photo. She'd make a photocopy. Uh, she'd cut out like, there's one that's perfect. She cut out a, uh, a, a curtain next to it that was like, would match. And she just <laughs> laid it perfectly over his body. So it just, like, uh, he just disappeared like back to the future. It was amazing. <laughs> and this is like, this was back before Photoshop. You're like, this is incredible. Right. You could work as a spy. This is insane. 
You've reinvented wow. history. <laughs> right. Well, your ex-husband is gone and somehow Stalin is in this picture? I don't understand. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, so, she also made all my uh, fake IDs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, man. And we're just like, I bought beer and I got into a nuclear missile silo. Yeah, I mean, she was, could make any it, kind it of was ID. Good. It was insane. She was good. It was good. Um... I was the Queen of England for two weeks before they figured it out. You guys, I could take any book I want out of the library. <laughs> Name a library. Name any library in the country. Oh, I, I got, take the, a book I got the card. I got the card. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got fake ID just, library cards <laughs> everywhere. Thousands of books stacked up in her apartment. <laughs> I haven't read a single one of these, but I need to know that I have Man. them. What a weird brag that would be if you're like... <laughs> Bro, you, you guys, you I could get into any library. I have like, I'm telling you, I have 50 different library cards. Mm. All fake, but I've gotten in and used <laughs> library. <laughs> I've used the microfiche machine in all yep. of them. <laughs> I have in my apartment 135 copies of Garfield Goes Large. <laughs> <laughs> and they're never going to find me because it's all different each, names. Each one taken out from a different library. Dan, the name that book is Garfield out. at Large. Sorry. The first book in the Garfield collection. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Okay. You're somewhat proud that I I at least knew what I was talking about. I'm very proud of that. That, <laughs> was, <laughs> that was amazing. Um, <laughs> that's that. I remember just flipping through that book in the library. I'm like, why is Garfield so ugly? Um, okay. <laughs> so early Garfield. What's going on? <laughs> I don't like it. Um, have your friends collect your records and you change your number? I guess. That I don't need that though. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Now you're just somebody I used to know. Now you're just somebody I used to know. Again, that is a very that line I mean, heartbreaking. An, it's heartbreaking, but it's also an interesting concept that I don't think you hear very often. Of now yeah. you're just somebody that I used to know. You're literally you're not my ex girlfriend. Yep. I mean, you technically you are, but we don't have that kind of relationship. Yeah, you're just a person that I used to know. You're acting like again. You're like you're like Rachel's aunt. You have photoshopped me out of <laughs> your reality. Yeah. This is like, this never happened. Like, I can't, I can't even wallow in the sadness of my ex-girlfriend because it's like, again, it's like you never existed. Yeah, because you can't even say, you know, you're not going to say, nobody's going to ask, you know, have you spoken to her or something? It's like, no, I can't even no. get in touch with this person. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know, where she know is. what's going on with them. I don't know anything about what they're doing. That's it. He is struggling his way through Earth Angel because his left hand is starting to disappear. Exactly. Saying somebody I used to know is like an acquaintance at a like three jobs ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Who's yeah. that guy? Oh, it's just some guy I used to know. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And they, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they were together. They were in love in a, in a, in a certain you know, at least their version of love. Right. They were living together. And now she's, again, she's like, Billy from the warehouse, you know, from <laughs> like, she's just some, she's just some person. Yep. Right. Um, yeah. He, in his, his heartbreak at this breakup is a result of her not feeling anything. And the fact that he says you're somebody they used to know is just, it, it shows why she was so ready to break up with him. Mm. Right. No, that's a good point. Ooh. 
You know what's funny though, Michael? You keep saying she didn't feel anything. He didn't. Or she feels, or he didn't feel. It. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, right. Because again, I think what's funny about this song is is the the intensity and balance. Yeah. Like she is, because either she is like so heartbroken that she's treating like it's a huge breakup, or she's just like, man, I am so glad to be out of here. Like I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't want anything to do with this dude. Yeah. Um. You know, he says things like he said. You know, what he said to me one time. You can get addicted to a certain kind of sadness. Who says that? Who says that? Like, <laughs> honestly. Honestly, who says that? We were just having pancakes. Like, I mean, it was, come that's on. it. He said and that he in our co- wedding vows. <laughs> <laughs> now and then I think of all the times you screwed me over. But in me believing it was always something that I'd Again, what other metaphor can I use? Off the top rope, out of nowhere, <laughs> coming up from the ground. Uh, Kimbra, something, something sports sounding. Kimbra appears. Yes. Uh, uh, before yes. we before we start with Kimbra, I just have to say yeah. this because it's in my head. Every time we say Kimbra, I want to say Kimber, who is a character in Gem and the Holograms. She played synthesizer, okay. and that's the person I picture. She's just Kimber. Mm. That's it. She was my does favorite. She have, um, does she have earrings that light up? Uh, no. Um, first of all, those earrings are synergy. Uh, and they say Showtime synergy. Uh, that's, how you, that's, how, that's how it happens. But no, that's not... She doesn't get those. Jem gets, Who gets those. those. Jem. Who's Jerrica. Her name is Jerrica. Okay, anyway. I can't. Let's I go. am... I we can't, guys we can't do this. I cannot go on a ten minute gym ramp. I, 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 I can't. <laughs> Not, Not again. again. <laughs> we said. What did we say before we started? We said no more gym. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So let me ask so you something. Kimber if somebody else, in, if somebody else puts on those earrings, are they gym? I don't know. I'd have to go through and watch the show Look, again. Let's. But. Let's. So Kimra comes in, okay, <laughs> and she says. Why did she have a secret identity? Why did Jem have a secret identity? She's a rock star. She's not a superhero. Why is there Jericho and Jem? Okay, Why do they have to stop. be two different we're not, people? We're not getting into it, but um, we're not getting into but, this. But Hannah Montana, it was also the same way. So you tell but, uh, me. Uh, why? You tell me, Dan. What? You tell me. You're oh, I don't know. That Jem's have... some sort of anomaly. But uh, I mean, oh no, no. You, then you tell me. I'm not saying she's an anomaly. Hannah Montana. I'm saying, <laughs> I have the same question with Hannah Montana. <laughs> why is? She, why does she have a secret identity? <laughs> She's not a superhero. What's the worst that could happen? People find out that she's a famous rock star. Oh no! What a nightmare! Hey, this was this was a common problem in the eighties. Is that they people would just have secret identities for no reason, just because it was a cartoon, and so you had to have a secret identity. Hey, people of Eternia, guess what? You know, wimpy Prince Adam. Well, he's secretly He Man. You're great. You're great champion. Who can't? Why would you hide that fact? Everyone would be super excited to know that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So and if if you guys are wondering, that delivery truck that's that's Optimus Prime. So <laughs> right. 
Well, that's a difference. They're hiding from the Decepticons. That's a totally different story. Okay, so they also had earrings, though. That that would glow in the dark. <laughs> <coughs> um, so Cameron comes in and she says, "Now and then, I think of all the times you screwed me over." Okay, coming so in <laughs> hot, coming in hot. Because here's the thing: he says, "Now and then, I think of when we were together," and she says. Now and then I think about how you, all the times you screwed me over. Yep. So guess what? This wasn't casual for her. She's pissed. Yeah. She has pissed. We are right now witnessing two very different experiences. Exactly. Um, and it's wonderful. It's great. <laughs> it's, she comes in and he's like, why can't we be friends? Well, let me tell you why we can't be friends. She is so angry and I am all in. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Like this, this is this is the part of the dinner party mm -hmm. where all the friends are like, okay, this is good. This is everybody's <laughs> nobody say anything. <laughs> you let her talk. Nobody say a word. This is also the moment when Rachel's ever present clueless guy theory blossoms mm -hmm. uh, into perfection because this guy had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Cause she says, now and then I think of all the times you screwed me over. Uh, but had me believing it was always something that I'd done. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to live that way, reading into every word you say. You said that you could let it go, and I wouldn't catch you hung up on somebody that you used to know. Ooh, this is good. That's a twist. <laughs> that is a twist. Yeah. So the thing you said previously, Dan, about like when I was saying that, oh, maybe this is a cycle that they get into, this might be a cycle that he gets into. So yes. he has already been through this process and then has this thing. There's another woman out there who is having friends collect their records. He's thinking right. about her while he's with Kimbra. And because of mm -hmm. that, Kimbra leaves. They break up uh, and because he can't get over this person. So he feels nothing for Kimbra. And now Kimbra becomes that person. And then he goes on to the next person and the cycle continues. Yes. Did that make any sense? I think yes. it makes, it makes <laughs> total sense. And their Again, friend group probably has, I would think, okay, so I'm, I'm going to revise because I, now I think the friend group, the, the consistent friend is Gautier. And okay. there's this revolving door oh. of girlfriends and they're all like, oh, buddy, I've also like, been there. Yeah. We like I've the also, girlfriends way better than we like right. you. Yeah. 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 The monthly girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Sure. I've also been there. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yep. The the guy the guy who's got a new yeah. Girl every, yeah. But yeah, I, just reserve an extra seat. We don't know who it's gonna be, but it's gonna be somebody. The, see, my theory though is that th this guy, he's a mopey guy who likes having an ex girlfriend to mope over. Right. And he is genuinely like annoyed that she won't let him do that. Mm. You know what I mean? That she because she like doesn't stay in his life. Yeah, as the ex girlfriend that he can pine over. Wow. So do you think yeah, she's the first? She's the first ex girlfriend who who changed her number. Who like mm. who like sent? So when when she's saying that you're hung up on somebody that you used to know, it wasn't the same experience. It it, it it's somebody who like maybe would stay friends with him, not somebody who completely cut him off. She, I think, uh, I think Kimbra is the first one to cut him off completely. Right. Oh, I like, like that. Like yeah, the other like exes. That collected their own damn records 
and she's like nope you guys go get them that my other friend group's going to come and get them (laughs) and then your friend group my friend group are going to be friends together right yeah Yeah. and we're just going to listen to records but i also because now i have them all i do like the idea that i i kind of now like the idea that she's gaslighting him now because he was because he was gaslighting you know the first two lines he's basically he had gaslit her Right, gaslit. That's how you'd say that. I mean, he w- sure. he gaslit her during the um, like like during the relationship. So mm. she would she'd be like, "Why did you do this?" And he'd be like, "Why did why did I I didn't do that? You did that. That's because because remember when you did this? Like that's the whole purpose. You know, what are you talking about? I did nothing. This is all on you. That's gaslighting one hundred and one. Right. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, yeah. Oh, Paula, you're going crazy is, again. <laughs> is he? You guys should know that. Uh, the more we talk about this, all I'm picturing is Ingrid Bergman and uh, sure, Charles Boyer. Um, he. So my, I guess my question is: Is he? Was he purposely gaslighting her, or was he almost unintentionally gaslighting her because he's so oblivious? That he really had no idea what was going on. I don't I mean, think it's gaslighting. Be. I think it's. I think it's. Well, I mean, I'm kidding. I don't like. I. I don't. Right. I don't think it's. He. I don't think he's doing anything intentional. I think he's. He's just in right. a relationship, and the fact that she. She tells us that he has a history of this. I think it's just somebody who's not capable of being deeply invested in a relationship, and the mm. person who is deeply invested you know, sort of puts up with it for a while. And I think she hit a breaking point where she just, she ended it. And then right. she was like, the best thing I could do for myself is just like cut this guy off completely because mm. he wasn't invested in the first place. Right. Right. Well, and, and her saying, now going to think of all the time you screwed me over. Like, I, I can picture what's happening, right? She, like, they're supposed to go to the dinner party and he doesn't show up. And, yeah. and then she gets back and she's like, what's the matter? And he's just kind of like mopey or whatever. And she's like, oh, what did I do? Yeah. Like, why is he, why is he mad at me? Right. And like, so that's what she's saying. She's like, always thinking, like, always thinking that it was something I had done. Uh, you know, I had to read into every word you said, because this right. guy's like, because he's a not big crybaby mope. Yeah. Right. Who's just like, well, it's bad. And she's like, oh no, I have to fix this. And then at some point, thankfully, Kimbra was like, you know what? No, I'm done. Yeah. I'm yeah. done with this. I'm and not. she just like cut it off yeah and he's like can we still be friends and she's like yeah sure dude yeah. whatever as Just as she's calling the, the phone company <laughs> yeah and she's calling verizon to change her number she's like yeah, yeah hold on hold on a second verizon what yeah we can still be friends yeah sounds yeah. great um yeah like and so i i love how you could see the whole the whole relationship from from these couple of lines yeah i want to talk about a met okay go ahead michael oh i i just think it's also interesting that the title of the song somebody that i used to know for him, he's referring to her as somebody that I used to know because that's what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the investment he's capable of making in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not someone that he used to love. It's someone he used to know. It's this person he he had a relationship with. Yeah, I used to know her. For right. her, she's making the conscious decision that he is somebody that I used to know. Right. That was it. Like, there's there's no love. There's there's no connection other than we knew each other and that's the end. Mm. And I think I think that's I think it's a reflection of his capability and I think it's a reflection on her decision to move on. Mm. And I think that's very cool. Yeah, I like that. Um 
just quick, I want to talk about a, a meta concept. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be very easy for Gautier to write a song about how aggrieved he is and about how horrible his girlfriend was to him. I love the fact that he wrote a part where a girl comes in and just destroys him. <laughs> yeah. and it, like, like he wrote right. this song. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he didn't have <laughs> yes. to do that. Yeah. He didn't have to write the part where the girlfriend shows up and is like, <laughs> I think of all the times you screwed me over, you jerk. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. I, yeah. It's awesome. It's so great. Um, so, so here's, so then she's like, I think all the times you screwed me over. Right, believing you know this is not done. I don't leave there. Remember what you say? You said that you could let it go, etc. He does not dispute anything she just said. Yeah, right. All he says is, "But you didn't have to cut me off." It's like, <laughs> wait a minute. So everything she said is totally right. Like he yeah. doesn't. He yeah, doesn't he go. Just no, that didn't himself. happen. Right. He goes. Yeah, but okay. All that is true. I absolutely worry that you. But you didn't have to cut me off. Right. Make it like it never happened, and now we're nothing. I don't even need your love, but you treat me like a stranger, and that feels so rough. No, you didn't have to stoop so low. Have your friends collect the record and change your number. Like, uh, I guess that I don't need that, though. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Somebody. Um. I do want to go back real quick. Wait a minute, to I was the, singing the Christmas I was going to say that turned into, <laughs> that turned into like, uh, what is, is that, that? Is that Sugar a, Plum Fairy? Sugar Plum Fairy? <laughs> <laughs> Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies? Exactly. Sorry. Go on. Um, I, I do want to go back, though, for a second to uh, the verse that where, where she starts singing. Um, mm-hmm. The It's this, the same line in his first verse and her first verse where he says, it's the line where he says, like, when you said so, you felt so happy you could die. And that line in her first verse is, you had me believing was something that I'd done. So I think she, the happy, so happy she could die, I think was was almost a, an overcompensation on her part, where, right, or, or, or maybe, like, she would say that she was, how happy she was mm-hmm. in this relationship, and she wasn't getting something back, or the an equal amount of caring back from him and she that's when she sort of like goes into the what am i doing wrong and then right and then could like invest more invest more and then right. get to the point where she's just done yeah yeah it's almost like this is a bad toxic relationship <laughs> <laughs> yeah but she's not gonna live like she's not gonna live i love life. it i mean i love that she breaks the cycle yeah like i, right, I love right. it man that she's just like, no, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm cutting this off. I'm gonna rip the bandaid off. I'm just, we're cutting it off right here because mm. I, I don't want to live this way. So one thing we didn't, awesome. we didn't talk about was um, the vocal performances, which are awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. His and and I think they're they're kind of reflective of the relationship. Like he starts off. It's very like quiet and very kind of somber. And the only time he really shows any emotion and and really gets into the singing is when he says, You didn't have to cut me off. Like that's right. when he gives like a really powerful vocal performance. The beginning, right. when he's going through the relationship, when he's recounting the relationship, he's very quiet and understated and not 
not showing emotion. Sure. And the only time he shows emotion is when he's talking about being cut off. Because he's all frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Agreed. It's a I love good it. song. It's very well done. It's a very good song, and it was yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It was everywhere. It was a huge hit. And it's also one of those things where, like, I can understand if you, like, got tired of it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but just listening to it again for this, there is something undeniable about it. It yes. just, you understand why it was like, like a huge one hit wonder. Cause you just like the moment it starts, mm-hmm. you're just like, you're like, your ears just prick up and you're like, right. what is this? Like, and it just, and it, it also, how do I describe this? There are certain songs that just sort of just flow, you know, yeah. they just yeah. kind of flow over you. Um, and when, when, when Kimbra, when the female vocal starts, it's just like, it's almost like, oh, yes, this is exactly what has to happen. At <laughs> That's right. Like, yep. it's just, it's perfect. You know, so it's almost yeah. like a dream. Like, oh, yes, of course. Um, it's, yeah, it's great. It's, it's also, great. it's, besides the fact that it's very catchy and very interesting, it's such a weird radio hit. Like, this yes. does not mm-hmm. have radio hit written all over it. This is, no. there's such character, there's such, uh, uh, story there's such emotion to it there there's such this is this is not to make fun of or not make fun of but like like uh same thing bad about top 40 music but like there's there's a lot of craft in the lyrics like this right. a song like this honestly could be like a show tune you know mm-hmm. um so it it stands out from from a typical radio hit right well, I mean, there is every five to ten years, America goes, all right, we'll give you this one. Like, there's <laughs> there's always a, a couple of weird, like, like how did this one become a hit? And I think this one is, I mean, it's again, it is super catchy, but I think it's almost like, it's almost like in becoming a radio hit, it almost had like one hand tie behind its back. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be super weird, yeah. and yet it's still going to be so good that you just can't, you just can't deny right. it. So I think that video helped. Sure. We already talked yep. about it. Um, cause it is a very memorable striking video as well. So, and, um, you know, they were, they were, even then they were playing it in between reruns of teen mom. So <laughs> <laughs> episode of teen mom, this video, episode of teen mom, this video. <laughs> rerun of remote control. <laughs> we interrupt this go to a video for this, for three episodes of teen mom. We'll be right back. Um, all right, let's do expanding universe. Universe. I mean, the double, the the double date with the the uh, human league, that must have been mm. exhausting. When they, those guys went to uh, you know, went on to the movies together. Okay. Jeez, Louise. here's the, here's the here here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So, human league couple. Yeah. And and Gautier and Kimber, right? Mm-hmm. They're in again. They're in the same rough social circle. Sure. Everybody else gets together and it's like, let's get the four of them together and and let them deal with their crap. Yeah. Um <laughs> and and w- and we can have a nice evening <laughs> yep. together. Cuz they're like they, we got they, they they deserve each other. Yeah. They they can go and have a screaming fight in in, in the uh in the lobby of an AMC. Um, That's right. If they want. Yeah, we got you <laughs> but... guys f- we got you guys four tickets to see Top Gun 2. 
What are you guys going to see? Exactly. Not that. We, yeah, they yeah. Had, that was the only tickets they had left. We, they only had four, and we decided to give them mm-hmm. to you guys. Look, it's it's 2012, so we got you four <laughs> yeah. tickets to, I guess, Thor. I don't know. What was out then? <laughs> um, you guys go see that, uh, and we'll, we're... We're not no, we're not doing anything. Put put the fondue away. They don't don't let them see it because, <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, I think I think they they were the two problem couples. Yeah, in this in this big uh, in this big social circle. Yep. Or what if um, what if they were they were like the human league couple was mutual friends with uh, with Gautier and they were like we just we don't hang out with we don't have enough couple friends we should introduce Gautier. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's just Kimbra. nice to hang out with some couples. It's so nice. So nice. You guys should get mm. together. I feel like that would be that would be a real match. Yeah. Um Rachel, question for you. Sure. Is Gautier young Tom Frost? Uh, <laughs> and is, is the reason why he doesn't call off for so long is because you changed her number? <laughs> He's just been tracking her down. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. I I like to imagine he's just been at a payphone trying every number, (laughs) just going systematically until he got to the right one. One, 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 one. (laughs) One, one, one. One, 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 two. (laughs) And then one day, he picks her up in a taxi. Yep. And Uh. instead of an awkward kind of loving ballad, it is just a shouting match. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. After she changes her number, does someone say to Gautier, call your girlfriend? And he has to say, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't call my girlfriend. That's true. I don't know the number. <laughs> um, I mean, when they broke up, she was obviously invested. Did she say, how am I supposed to live without you? Right. Maybe. That's an easy I one. I think... But that's the thing. I think she she's, she's found totally out how fine. to live without him. Yeah, she's very okay living with that. Oh, no, that's true. So, yeah. And yeah. and when they broke up, did she say to him, "You you treat me like a part time lover"? <laughs> mm. uh, okay. I like that. Um. Well, I mean, unless anyone has anything else, we can keep we can keep this one short. I mean, I thought this was obvious. What? But, well, you know, I mean, Kimber and Gautier, they, they seem like hipsters, uh-huh. you know, to a certain degree. And <laughs> they probably have some pretty obscure records uh, in their collection. <laughs> so oh, I'm assuming, man. I'm assuming one of the 50 press copies of Pearl's record is, uh, is in those crates. <laughs> they were fighting they were over up. it. Yeah, they were fighting <laughs> over it. Oh, my gosh. That Pearl record is mine. It does not leave this apartment. <laughs> You tell Kimbra. You tell you tell Kimbra if she wants this record back, she can come talk to me. Oh yeah, because this not oh, yeah. this is my, this one's mine. This one's mine. Okay. And she said we bought it together at a record shop right. in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. She's a punk rock girl. No. Oh, see, there you go. Nice. Funny thing. Go. Also, um, her grandmother got run over by a reindeer. So no. there's, just there's, a side note. It's That's all. just a side note. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's just a footnote. That's not important to the story, but it's part of the universe. And sure, we never sure, get to use yeah, that song. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's we did that song. We never get to use it. Oh, it's in there. Oh, it's, it's in now there. it's yeah. in there. Yeah, Kimber's yeah. grandmother got run over by a reindeer. Yeah, yeah, you know she and and he he wasn't sympathetic at all, and she was like, "That's nope. the end." And then that's it. 
<laughs> and then she she left him and and drove off uh, in her truck, and a bunch of trucks followed, and there was a convoy, and oh. uh, and it's oh, oh, nope, she drank nope, love potion nope, nope, number nope, nope. nine, and always nine. always end at grandma getting run over by a reindeer. <laughs> Snoop, Snoopy and the Red Baron. Oh it's, it's, man, she went to a she went to a casino that burned down. <laughs> the smoke on the water. Um. All right, hey guys. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. Hey, guys, if you're at work, you're on your feet all day, or you're behind a desk, guess what? You need some great socks, right? You want socks mm-hmm. that are going to look good, they're going to feel good, because your feet are the foundation of everything you're going to do all day. And let me tell you a great place to get socks, boldfoot.com, okay? It's 100% American-made, and your feet are going to feel good, and guess what? Your heart is going to feel good because mm-hmm. 5% of all proceeds go to veteran charities. They're family and veteran owned. And they have amazing bold patterns and bold names like Bricklayer, Firecracker, and Jailbird. And they have any kind of sock that you could need. They have athletic socks, dress socks, and they even have compression socks. Absolutely. Guys, everybody needs socks. You don't want to think about it, but you want some good socks. When you're, when you're getting out of the shower in the morning, you got to put some socks on your, uh, uh, your feet. Let's get some nice looking, some mm-hmm. nice feeling socks on there. Don't okay? me- no messy socks. No messy no. feet. No. You want bold right. feet, not messy feet. You know what? My days are already looking up because the <laughs> socks are looking good. Go to boldfoot.com. That's B-O-L-D-F-O-O-T.com. Grown here, sewn here. Thank you to Boldfoot for sponsoring this episode of the Story Song Podcast. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, we're back. It's time for story behind the story. How did this story and song and story song come? <laughs> Put those hands come together. To be, come to be story song. Of our lives. What? Um, but before we do that, I just want to say one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the review uh banks getting a little <laughs> getting a little light, <laughs> folks. <laughs> just just throwing it out there. We appreciate everyone, but if you guys could uh leave us some reviews, just you know Mommy and Daddy and Daddy there. aren't angry. 
Oh, not angry at all. I'm it's just okay. saying, I, look, I get it. I get it. Because, <laughs> no, because I do it all the time. And then, like, one of my favorite podcasts will mention it. And I'll be like, all oh, right, I should really do that. I should really do that. So, I'm not, believe me, I would never for a second think that this is one of your favorite podcasts. I do not. I have too much imposter syndrome to ever possibly imagine that. But if you, if you do get a moment. If to, it's in your top to, 500 podcasts. To leave us a review, we would, we would appreciate it. So, okay. So, Wouter. Andre Wally, and I'm doing air quotes here, Wally DeBacker, a.k.a. Gautier, was born in Bruges, Bruges, Belgium? I think it's in you Bruges. yes? In, in Bruges. Bruges. What's that movie? In Bruges. In Bruges. <laughs> Belgium. Uh, when he was two years old, his family moved to Australia. So, technically Belgian, but grew up in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mother nicknamed him Gautier. Based on Gautier, the French equivalent of his Dutch name. So his Dutch name is Wouter. Mm-hmm. In uh, French, that's Gautier, although it's spelled very differently. Yes. Um, the English equivalent of that name, which he went under in Australia, is Walter. Okay? So that's why he's also called Wally. I, I'll say this. Good call, for the music career going as Gautier. Yes. Instead of Wally. Wally. I feel like Wally <laughs> makes Wally DeBacker makes very different music than Gautier. Oh yeah, you definitely. Know? Yeah. Hey guys, yeah, yeah. the new Wally singles out today. <laughs> it's that hot polka. Wally, yeah, Wally, Wally DeBacker is a polka. Wally king. DeBacker, yeah, yeah. He's definitely he lives in Chicago. Uh he yep. roots for the Bears. Uh <laughs> He's in a polka band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a very different. He's basically John Candy in Home Alone. Yes. Is, that's, that's Wally DeBacker. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, anyway, I mean, by, well, try multilingual is my point. They were, mm. they were going between Belgian and French and English and, you know, very cosmopolitan. Um, so, the DeBackers, as we all know. So... <laughs> As a child, Gautier showed a passion and talent for music. He learned the piano and drums, among other instruments, and formed a band in high school called The Downstairs. An elderly neighbor, having heard The Downstairs rehearsing, gave Gautier his then-recently-deceased wife's record collection. Aww. Uh-huh. That'll, that'll be important. Okay. Um, now, Dan- um, Daniel, looking at this, mm-hmm. um, is is this spelled wrong or did is this how they spelt downstairs that's how it was spelled d-o-w-n-s-t-a-r-e-s well right done that's yeah yeah that's well a real done. cool name for a band yeah it sure now, is it's hard to say whether or not that's just like weird australian spelling mm-hmm. on everything um but uh i think yeah i think it was just a uh a fun little thing that they it's did, good you know? it's good okay well, as I've said many it's times, like, it's like you're looking down on someone, mm. right? Right, right, right. I mean, I don't know if it'll endear you to your fans, but <laughs> it's a pretty neat name. Yeah, as I've said many times, it's always a real mind trip when you realize that the greatest and most famous band in the world, their name is a pun. Mm-hmm. The Archies. Supposed to, everyone, <laughs> the Archies. Yes. <laughs> um. So, all right. So then after college, uh, the downstairs broke up. I mean, really, everyone just went off to. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, after, did I say college? 
after high school, I mean. Got it. The downstairs broke up. Everyone just went off to college, so they didn't really break up, but they just were all different places. Um, and Gautier was studying at the University of Melbourne, which is in Florida. Anyone guess? Anyone yes, guess? Florida. <laughs> Melbourne. It's in Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> oh. I, um, um, I believe, Dan, I believe it's in Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne? Melbourne? Uh, so, I mean, most of the questions uh, when you go to the University of Melbourne, like most of the, your finals are just. Is is this or is this not a knife? That's basically the. <laughs> and I'll have a picture uh, of, of something that's either a knife or it's not. Yeah. So you know, yeah. it's not the hardest curriculum, but you know, he's doing good. It's fine. Um, You're, at some point, you have to make that that brown bread that they have at Outback Steakhouse. That's your sure. final. That's your final. yeah yeah. Man, yeah. Australians, I bet hate that because there's nothing Australian about Outback Steakhouse. I was going to say, I believe Outback Steakhouse was founded in, like, Ohio by three guys who had, like, seen Crocodile yeah, Dundee. That is and thought, like, 100% <laughs> what happened. has nothing to do with Australia whatsoever. Not, nothing. But it's based on what people thought Australia was like Yes. Uh, in the 80s. So. I think it was Florida it was um, founded in, but yeah. Maybe it's yeah, Ohio. Yeah. I mean, everything's founded in Florida. Um, so, without a band, Gautier started making music on his own using mainly samples, and many of those samples came uh, from that Dead Ladies record collection. So that's why uh, that, oh. that part of the story is important. Who Dan so lovingly calls That Dead Lady. <laughs> His first album was called That Dead Ladies Collection. <laughs> yeah. Also a great name for a band. Yeah. That, that dead, dead Lady. Dead lady? Yeah, That Dead yeah, Lady. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we copyright that. Yeah. <laughs> when we start a band. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think that was my morning band. jackets. I think that was my morning jackets first uh, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so wait, he... morning jackets? Is that right? My Chemical Romance. That's who I meant. Forget it. Oh, okay. Cut that in. My Chemical Romance. Forget it. That's what. That's what my Chemical Romance's first name was. Okay, now you cut that in, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um. So uh, he made approximately 50 copies of a four-track CD, which he filled out the track listing by hand, and he colored the cover uh, with literally, like, uh, you know, colored pencils. Uh, he sent it to every record company and radio station he could find in the phone book, and then he called them to make sure that they got it. So here's that what I want to say. This a very old sentence. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Although it's not, it's not as, as long ago as, as you would think. Uh, this is probably like the late '90s, early 2000s. But but he he um, burned some CDs and right. uh, took out the phone book. But my point is, is, it seems impossible that post the year 2000 this would be happening. But there was a time, everybody, when you know you'd you'd use the phone book. Yeah, like it wasn't. It was a gradual. Uh, the digital revolution was was a gradual thing. So, um, I occasionally like will tell stories of like old times, and I will have to like stop and think about like what technology was available mm -hmm. at the time. Like, would I have been able to pull up Google maps <laughs> on my phone when I was lost? No, I guess not. Yeah. I guess I couldn't, <laughs> I guess I could do that thing. Like uh, on, on like your flip phone where it would like just tell you the next turn, but you didn't have like the full map. Remember yeah, that? I kind of do. That was a thing. That's yeah, when your yeah. map quest messed up. When your map quest right, printed out messed up you're like we took a turn somewhere so this entire printout of five pages is useless <laughs> exactly 
yeah, there's yeah. no recalculating the on this printout. <laughs> right. The best thing with with uh, I, I know this still happens with the GPS, but with the the map quest, you would have to you'd print out like the whole thing, and then it would have like there'd be some weird thing where you had to like turn nine times. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and then in reality, like when you're doing it, it seemed obvious. But like on the thing, you're like, then I turn and then I turn again, and then I make a, and then and then you, yeah. and then you get on. You have to be like, I got I got to merge. Oh, I'm gonna merge right this second. And you, Go across three lanes of traffic. Anyway. I don't know where we are. The picture of the map is split between two pages. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was always the worst. Um, and there's a web address in the middle of it with a page number. <laughs> uh, so. Don't print headers and footers, people. He sent it to he sent it to every record company and research you can find the phone book. And then he called them to make sure they got it. Now, if any young people are listening to this, this is something that I learned far too late in life. Mm-hmm. Which is this. If you want to do a thing, right, you're going to like, you'll be like, all right, well, I can call this guy and then I, or whatever. I emailed him and then he didn't get back to me. And I, I, I emailed him a second time and he didn't get back to me. I don't want to be annoying. So I'm not going to email him any, anymore. Everyone, mm. within the sound of my voice, be annoying. Okay? Yeah. Be as annoying as you can. Email them every single day because you know who gets far in life? The annoying people, the people who just won't <laughs> shut up the about it. The squeaky wheel. Because um, I, I, I probably told this story before, but I knew a guy who became a writer for a show, and I was like, oh my God, dude, that's awesome. How'd you do that? And he's like, oh, I emailed my one contact there every morning at 7 a.m. for oh like three God. years before they responded. Just wore them And down. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, so anyway, my point being is just be annoying. Like be again, be like that. Be the be the puppy that just won't stop. And eventually, somebody's gonna go. You know what? Fine. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Fine. Um, that's not quite this. If you don't have it in you to be annoying, um, just burn a CD. Get out right. the phone book. Uh, mm-hmm. bring that CD to the post office. <laughs> yes. Well, and because and then because the other thing is two things: being one, be annoying, and two, play dumb. Because this is a yeah. good plan, which is to call just to make sure they got it. You know what I mean? I'm just double checking. I just I'm not I'm not doing anything. I just I sent you something. I want to make sure you got it. Oh, and also while I have you on the phone, which was a totally innocent call to make sure that you got my package. Let me tell you about how great I am and why you should definitely play myself yeah. on the radio. So, um, so. Uh, okay, so he did that, he sent it out, and then he got some good reviews from local, like, alt-music press, um, and then he got some radio play on Triple J, okay, which according to Wikipedia is a government-funded national Australian radio station intended to appeal to listeners of alternative music, which began bro- broadcasting in January of 1975. Okey-dokes. Why, why is the government sponsoring an alternate music Radio station. I just, I love it. Yeah. But like, it is incredible when you find out that these things exist in the world. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because guess what? We don't have in America anything even remotely no, like that. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Something that like might make people happy, uh, <laughs> and the government just does it. We ain't got uh, it, baby. Because I think, because I think people might like it, uh, and that's <laughs> that's enough reason to do it. Um. So that was good. So he got a little bit of air, uh, airplay there. Uh, he released two more four-track self-released albums, uh, which also were met positively. And based off the strength of that, he signed with a record label called Creative Vibes, which released an album 
which was basically all the tracks from the independent albums all collected together, uh, but officially released. And this album was called Bored Face. Around this time, Gote also hooked up with singer-songwriter Chris Schroeder, and they formed a duo called The Basics. Uh, for the next several years, Gautier would continue to perform and release music both on his own and as part of The Basics. Okay. So now in 2004, Gautier was working at a local library, and he was working on his second album, which would be called Like Drawing Blood. It was played on uh, Triple J and won the listener poll for the best album of 2006. Oh. Triple J. Uh, so he was doing good. Yeah. He's doing good. Uh, still, you know, still needs to like work at the library. Sure. But otherwise, sure. but otherwise, you know, he's on like a national radio station. There's a lot of so flexibility. Fine. And if you're a songwriter, you've got, you know, words galore. To, to Exactly. Get. He's got full access to a thesaurus anytime he wants. <laughs> and a rhyming dictionary. Uh, mm-hmm. To be fair. You can't just get that anywhere. As a library patron, he would have the same access. Mm. Uh it's different to all those books. No, they're free. You, it's different. No, you get it. Not in Australia. In Australia, it's a very <laughs> hierarchical system. Yep. yep. All their all their funding goes to uh, uh, alternative music. radio stations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> alternative radio stations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't have a library. Just uh, alternative um, music radio station. What was alternative music in 1975 when that station started? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. It's a good question. Be? Yeah. I mean, there was always, you know, something what the cool kids listen to, but I don't know. I mean, I if you're asking me what Australian alternative music sounded like <laughs> in 1975, Michael, I'm going to be a hundred percent, Michael, I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you right here. I don't know. I don't know the answer <laughs> to that question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that, if, I'm sorry if I've let you down, but I, I feel just, like as just, part of the research for this, you should have gone back in time. I just don't. And to Australia. I um, I can go back in time, but I cannot go to Australia. I cannot do both of those things. It's like it's a 22 hour flight. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Um, so, uh, in 2010, he set up a recording studio in a barn at his parents' farm and began working on his third album, which would be called making mirrors. The first single for them was eyes wide open, but who, who cares about that? Cause the second single, <laughs> uh, was released in Australia on July 2011 and that was somebody that i used to know now the main guitar riff is a sample from the song seville by brazilian guitarist louise bonfa let's listen to that now Another thing I found out that's funny is, okay, everyone think about the song somebody I used to know right in their head right this second. Okay, ready? Okay. All right, so that xylophone is basically just Ba Ba Black Sheep. I love Wait that a minute. xylophone. Whoa. It is like just slightly faster and it was a slightly different like space between the notes, however you call that. But otherwise, it's the same notes as Bye Bye Black Sheep. Crazy. Um, I really don't know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> this, this song has forever changed for me, and I don't know yeah. if it's for the better or for the worse. <laughs> I know. The next time you hear this song, you're going to be like, Oh, bye, yeah. Bye, Black Sheep. Have, have you any wool? You'll be like, Dan, damn it, you ruined it for me. <laughs> 
I just um, I need to I need to just like sort of sit and think about that for a little while. <laughs> so while he was writing the song, Gautier thought uh, the song was pretty good, but he got stuck at one point and wasn't sure what to do. In an interview, he said his instinct was just to repeat the chorus and finish it, but then he realized he was just being lazy and was in a rush to finish it because he was stuck. So he put it away for a few weeks. When he came back to it, he had the idea to add the female vocal to mix it. Oh. Um, reportedly, a high-profile female vocalist canceled at the last minute. I don't know who it was, but that's what they Kylie, said. It's Kylie uh, Minogue. I bet you it's Kylie Minogue. 100% <laughs> it's Kylie Minogue. <laughs> it would be Kylie. Right? Has um, to be. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, well, anyway, well, it didn't happen because Kylie totally canceled on him. Um, at the Allegedly. Last we don't know if it was Kylie. And oh, it's Kylie. Kimbra, Kimbra was brought in uh, with, uh, you know, with like a, a few days notice. Mm. Uh, Kimbra... Is a New what Zealand if it was singer. Olivia Newton-John? Oh. That'd be fun. Know. Both high profile. <laughs> I mean, she's high profile. I'll give you that. Australian. Um, she's yep. Australian. And the thing is, Australia has only produced two female vocalists uh, <laughs> in, its, in its long story. That's right. History. So it's got to be, it's got to be one of the two folks. It's got to be one of the that's two. It. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Um, so, uh, so Kimbra uh, is a New Zealand singer and songwriter uh, who's been very successful in her home country, um, including number one hits in Zealand and Australia, and she has won numerous awards, including two Grammys. song quickly climbed the Australian charts, hitting number one. So the song was released on January 14th, 2012 in the U.S. and debuted at 91. The video on YouTube was a viral sensation, quickly gaining exposure when it was tweeted out by people like Ashton Kutcher, Lily Allen, and Katy Perry. Mm. Um, can you imagine having a celebrity tweet about you? What a, how, how weird that would Wonder be. Wonder how if, weird. <laughs> oh, if only we knew how that felt. I can't imagine. <laughs> Once. <laughs> we're due, man. We're due. Once. Yeah, that's it. right. That's right. Ashton, we're looking at you, buddy. Do you think Gautier was also sitting there going like, guys, what is happening? <laughs> right. Probably. <laughs> um so then over that over the next 15 weeks after the song was released, Gautier would perform the song on Jimmy Kimmel and Saturday Night Live. Uh and the song was performed on Glee mm-hmm. and American Idol. The song would hit number 1 on the US High 100 the week of April 28, 2012. Yeah. It took so, off like a like a rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think, you know, I think this, as I said before, this may be the last video that like caused a sensation because I mean, the song is great, but like the video is so memorable yeah. and that people, this is at a time when people like when Ash and Kutcher tweeting out a link to YouTube, like made a difference. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Th- that time has passed. Uh, right. 
no offense to Ashton Kutcher, uh, Twitter, <laughs> or YouTube, but I just don't think it would make that much of an impact anymore. Yeah, it's different. Uh, but at one point, it 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 did. Um. So uh, so then after this, um, Gautier took what Wikipedia describes as a hiatus from mm-hmm. music. In reality, reading about it, he seems like he's honestly just like a really creative and interesting guy. And he's just like really busy. Um, and he's also basically does what I, I hope I would do if I ever like suddenly became successful and had a lot of money. Cause he just kind of does whatever he wants mm-hmm. up until including like, I was reading about, he like really likes this Italian, like uh keyboardist who was like a synth pioneer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he just started a record label essentially just to release this guy's greatest hits album. That's amazing. Like, that was it. That was, he was just like, yeah, I just really like this guy and I want everyone to hear his music. So he just was like, oh, I'll just start a record label. He put out like one like double album of this guy's greatest hits. And he's like, all right, record company's done now. <laughs> good, good, good work, everybody. Um, so he's worked on everything from uh, art installations. Uh, he's created more than one record label. Like I said, uh, he collaborates on music with other artists all the time. Mm. Um, and he's put out like a couple albums with the basics, uh, but he has yet to release another album as Gautier. That that album that was the last wow. official release. Well, he's uh, waiting for for, for Gautier. He's waiting for Kylie Minogue to call him back and get back <laughs> on board. Uh, that really and that really hurt him. Uh, yeah. Um, they want yeah. he wants to start like a Tony Orlando and Dawn situation with <laughs> Kylie Minogue and uh, Olivia Newton John. Oh, I um, would go to that concert. Mm. I I do you think his art Aust- the the uh, the Australia's only two female singers yes. uh, monster tour <laughs> yeah that'd be great um do you- <laughs> together at last that's right <laughs> do you think that um the art installation was just him uh slowly painting and unpainting his body. <laughs> No, but it was like some crazy like moving statue that he like wrote a song for. That's and awesome. Was just like that's yeah, that's what I've been doing for the last six months. It's like okay, that's well, a moving dude. statue like the guy in Times Square. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. yes. And by a moving statue, I mean a guy in a ratty Mickey Mouse costume. No, um, no I mean no. The, the guy, the, the guy. guy. Who oh, I know the gold know guy with like a kazoo about. in his mouth. Yeah, come on. You think I don't know the? You think I haven't seen the gold guy? I, I know the gold guy. Trust me. I was thinking the silver guy. Is there a silver guy and a gold guy? They fight. I think it's more they're, than one. Yeah, they're like the heat miser. <laughs> and the yeah, they, they <laughs> fight really, really lines. slowly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Lose interest really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it was hanging out with the Nikki Cowboy. You know, look, guys. It it's, was all... It is tough. Times Square based. Times Square is um, crazy, man. Crazy. <laughs> visit New York City. Steer clear uh, as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my only problem with the the naked cowboy is that guy's not naked. He clearly has underwear oh, on. Yeah. So if you're gonna commit to the bit, dude, let's let's go for it. Yeah. Um. So that's really it. Um. The other the only other thing I will say. Well, I mean, again, go to like I said, because normally when like people's music careers stop, mm-hmm. it's always a little sad, right? Yeah. But I was just like, this guy is just, he's just he just has like a lot of stuff going on, and he's just like doing other stuff, and he's just like, yeah, I'll get back to Gautier. At some point, but you know, again, I mean, he's just like starting businesses. Yeah, and, uh, so he's doing his he seems thing. Like he's he's doing good. Wally's um, doing. Well, he is also Wally's good. Wally's doing you guys, good. Wally's fine. Well, I was gonna say was he also seems like you know he's not 
he's not super in it for the money because he made he's his more money. about like well he's more about the creative side because he um the somebody they used to know video uh currently has 1.9 billion views on youtube Oof. can From we talk about that video too we can talk about the video that video is great i didn't do, I didn't do any research on it other than I think they did it fast too. I think they were just kind of like, "Oh, what are we gonna do? Ah, let's paint our bodies." Um, well, no, that's that's stop it, motion, so it, it looks faster than this, right, but right, it probably right. took yeah. it probably took a couple hours. <laughs> um, well, I was gonna say, yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, uh, he's singing. Uh, he's naked uh, as his camera when she comes in, although their naughty bits are uh, tastefully covered. Um, but uh, as they are singing, uh, like Michael said, they are painted but in stop motion so the paint just seems to sort of slide onto their bodies um and they blend in with the background yes. what's super yeah. cool about that is it's it's a really interesting reflection of the song because when the song begins she is painted and he's not and mm -hmm. he mm -hmm. gradually gets painted mm -hmm. and by the end she is not painted wow what do you think that means i think <laughs> well i don't know i thought maybe there was some symbolism there i thought you're gonna no i think within within the song it's it's about in the relationship he's he's not into the relationship until she's gone right oh, so yeah. they're okay. never they're never at the same time in the same state of being covered in it. paint this is some yeah. high-end film criticism this is awesome and that's what I'm here that for, man. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I never thought about that way, but that's that is that is a good uh, a good point, Michael. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Did you. It. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm not just here for the jokes, you guys. No, I I I, I mean, uh, we yeah. never thought you were here for the jokes. No, I was just. <laughs> 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 they put me on mute for half of this. Mm. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, no, the video is, is again, I think I said it before. It's, it's kind of like the nothing compares to you video where the, not a ton happens, yeah. but it's striking. Like it, you just can't help. I mean, you just sucked into it. Yeah. And there's something so like handmade, like, yeah. you know, like a movie you would have watched in school in the eighties, like that very sort of handmade, you know, animation to it. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Well, it, it does. Like, it has that, that kind of stop animation, like almost claymation feel right. to it where, where the animation isn't smooth. Right. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Could, like you could sort of see the work. The, done. But I'm saying the, you could see like the sculptor's fingerprints in the yeah. clay kind of thing. Absolutely. And like, as, as you know, they're painting his arm or whatever. Like obviously, his arm is like moving slightly yeah. from shot to shot, so it's like kind of jittery, you know. So it's like again that like old like claymation style, like you were saying, where it's like not perfect, like um, uh, like those those uh, cartoons on on Sesame Street, that kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, yeah. And what what's also kind of neat about it is that just the the kind of look and feel of the video. Um, <laughs> for lack of a better word, mirrors the cover of the Making mm. Mirrors album. Yeah. Mm. Yes. It's sort of painted and geometric. Yeah. All of all of Gautier's album covers are paintings that his dad did like 
uh, before he was born that he just like randomly found in his house. Is that true? Really? Yeah. Aw. So, that's super cool. Love that. There you go. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're in Belgium and they moved to Australia and they spoke nine languages and they are all super creative, they're all painting and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those families. Ah, uh, those debaters. Um, how, um, and this, I mean, I mean, guess it's, this is a little bit the story behind the song. How, how mm-hmm. different do you think the song would be had they not added or had he decided had he just like faded the song where it where it he yeah. wanted to and not added the female vocals you know it's i don't know it's hard to say it's that weird alchemy of things um cuz i would wonder what, if if he if if that verse was written prior to his decision i mean i would imagine not because it is from the other person's perspective so i would imagine that he he would have just faded like repeat the chorus right. at that point and not bring in the other character's perspective well that's just say and that's what i thought was was interesting in that interview that like he basically like caught himself because he like was stuck and he didn't know what to do so he was just like oh, i'll just read the chorus mm-hmm. and i'll just like fade it out because he basically like didn't want to have to he didn't want to have to face the fact that maybe he would do something that wouldn't work. So he was like, Hey, it's good enough for now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he was like, no, 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 no. I should challenge. I should actually try to find something here and not just like take the easy way out. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know again. I mean, I think this song is super memorable. Like it's, yeah. it definitely grabs you, but, but, and then one thing we have not talked about is that that female vocal is great. It is. Yeah, like, it is a crescendo. If, it is a, it adds another, you know, layer to it. And it fits so well, like it, it mm-hmm. doesn't like it, it. I joke that it comes out of left field, but and it and it does to in some respects, but it also just like makes perfect sense within the song. Right. Um, it's great. Yeah. So. And there's there is something about there are only off the top of my head, a, a handful of songs that do this. But, you know, there are breakup songs and there are like heartbreak songs, but then there are a couple of them that that do this. Um, that that have the opposing person's vocals, so right. you you basically get the full picture of the breakup, and there's yes. something really really devastating and very cool about it because it it becomes kind of it becomes a play basically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and again, I love. I mean, I've said before, like I love also the fact that. He's like, oh man, I have this really bad breakup, and um, you know, I'm really hurting right now. And then she comes, she comes in. And she's just like, by the way, you suck. Yeah. Um, all the heartbreak that you're feeling right now is totally your fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah. screw you. <laughs> Which is like, <laughs> again, he didn't have to do that. He could have just written a song about how his girlfriend screwed him over. Uh, and. And she sucks, but then he was just like, "I'm gonna write a, I'm gonna write a, uh, a, uh, a verse about how I go to yay suck." Yeah, uh, and, and this, <laughs> this woman's gonna tell me off. Like that's just that's amazing, right? Uh, that's awesome. So. This is also around the time that to just speaking of other songs that other breakup songs that kind of give you both perspectives. This is around the time that Pink song came out. Uh, just give me a reason. Hmm. Okay. So there was like a, uh, there was, I guess, uh, a bit of an obsession of hearing people break. Like it's, you're not just (laughs) hearing like the reflection of the breakup, like you're witnessing a breakup. Right. And apparently Mm. as, uh, as 
you know, record buyers, we were we were there for it. <laughs> yeah. In in was around some, 2012. Yeah. As I said, there's something in the air in 2012. I don't know what it was, but the other song, by the way, that I was thinking of is What Kind of Fool? Barbara Streisand and Barry Gibb. Uh, that song's so good. Oh, technically, You Don't Bring Me Flowers is a little bit like that, too. Yeah, yeah. Barbara Streisand, Neil Diamond. But that's, a, that's more a of a reflection. Different. Yeah. That's still, like, both of them reflecting as opposed to you're, <laughs> you're just sitting there eating your popcorn and watching two people break up. Right. Which is great. It's a lot of fun. Am I the only one? I don't eat popcorn while I listen to songs. Am I? Am I the only one who's? Is that? Is that me? Am no, I not while I listen to songs, no, but while like I'm watching, watching people break up. It's like you watching a breakup movie. Breakup. <laughs> no, but like if uh-huh. you're in the park and you're you're watching two people break up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Oh absolutely! Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I bring popcorn with me just in case that happens. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just like yeah, grab yeah. a seat on a bench. That's right. And for the pigeons. Mm-hmm. And for the you yeah, 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 pigeons yeah. too. So. Every I mean, now yeah, and then the I'll be like, are... could you guys speak up? I can't, I can't <laughs> I hear the say, heartbreak. No, Rachel, you're right. I mean, if, if, if two pigeons are breaking up, I definitely want to watch that. I that's mean, so sad. That's perfection right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But think about the children um, that you never see. Where are those baby pigeons? Where are they? Where are they? <laughs> uh, so what I was going to say. You, have uh, to, you, don't, you, you don't have to bring as much popcorn if it's the pigeons who are breaking up. True. Was uh, the somebody who said no video has 1.9 billion views on YouTube. Uh, Gautier made the choice from the beginning to not allow advertising on the video, missing out on like millions of dollars. Wow. By doing that. So, because he was just like, yeah, I don't want some dumb ad playing In before middle, my video. Yeah. So, so that's incredible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Although in the middle of the song, he just starts drinking a Snapple and puts well, on like Sony like, headphones and he was something. thirsty. He was thirsty. Come <laughs> on, man. And let me tell you, there is nothing like the clean, refreshing taste. Of Snapple. <laughs> and also, if in the video, um, if you watch it, you you pan out. It's just a GMC truck that's painted on the yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> it's done very well. It's like Cubist, but but it's, it's, and, and it's also. The video has a different edit of the song where he says, uh, "You're now you're just somebody that I used to Pepsi." So <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah, yeah. That one felt shoehorned in. The, the other ones, <laughs> the other, all the other, totally else felt felt organic. But that that one did feel a little rough. Um, I do want to say, and then he starts Snapple, talking about home security systems and, uh, you know, Casper mattress. Sure. Um, <laughs> I just didn't want to say, Snapple, if you do want to sponsor the podcast, we are here for it. I will 100% do it. But but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. Hasn't been the same since you stopped using the colonial town on the box. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> just hasn't been the same. We will gladly accept the sponsorship if you go back to glass bottles and you, you <laughs> yep. put colonial artwork on your labels again. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Uh, Wally's still out there. He's Australian. He's doing his thing. <laughs> That really caught you off guard. Yeah, it really did. Anyway, while he's out there in Australian, you know, what are you gonna do? It's like like an APB. Uh, Folks, he's out well, there. You can consider him <laughs> out there and Australian. Please do not approach him to advertise anything. Uh last seen wearing various colors of paint. <laughs> no. Aliases are Gautier. 
Gautier, Gautier, Walter, Gautier, uh, everything. Just if if there is an equivalent to the name Walter in any language, he's gonna go by it. That's so it. don't it. be fooled, folks. Get out there. Um, International man of mystery, Gautier. He did say at one point that he was gonna do another Gautier album, uh, but that was in 2018. Mm. So and there's been no word since then. Hmm. So um, that's all I got for you, folks. I don't know what to tell you. Thank you. Um, He's just been standing at a sink this entire time trying to get that paint off. Oh, that's the... It's so what long. If, what if that was it? He's like, oh, why? We shouldn't use normal paint. I, 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 I didn't know there was... <laughs> apparently, there's special body paint. I had no idea. I've, I I can't go out of the house like this. I look like, I look like a 70s quilt. This is, this is insane. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, guys, there's no question that the last few years have been a bit rough. Maybe you're feeling scared or anxious or confused, and you just need someone to talk to. Heck, it would be weirder if you didn't. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is, therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, or you're not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really all about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to StorySong Podcast listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash storysong, all one word. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash story song thanks again to better help for sponsoring this episode all right we're back it's time for lessons learned what lesson did we learn from this song uh michael let's start with you what lesson did you learn from somebody that i used to know i learned um that breakups are really always hardest on the friends mm-hmm. mm. yeah it's true because um what do you do at dinner parties, you guys? When when there's a breakup, like, I mean, do you just not invite a person? Do you have to sit them separately? Yeah. Do you not invite both of them? Did you not really right. like both of them? Then it's fine. I don't know. But there's a lot to think about. And Or, mm-hmm, go ahead, well, I was going to say, and, and then if you only invite one of them, then there's like a uneven, like a, an odd number of people. And so the way that you're situated at the table is awkward. It's tough. Right. Or how about this? Have the dinner party. Mm-hmm. Invite both of them. Don't tell the other one that the other one's coming. You right? get them back together. Well, oh, you can run a parent trap. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's possible. <laughs> you can run a parent trap. No, I was to say, you invite both of them. Then when they see each other, they get into a huge fight. You break out the popcorn, sit back, and watch oh, the that's yeah, There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the plan has giant, come together. <laughs> that sounds have a fun. giant bag of popcorn. Yep. Popcorn. And like, what happens um, if, if the one you like less is the one who always brings a really good dessert. 
Mm-hmm. There's just there's a lot to think about. Oh, there's a lot. To Always think about. ask for That's the recipe. Why... Always ask for the yeah, recipe. Yeah. First time you meet somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the idea of, of uh, doing the parent trap. Like they both well, yeah, get there again. and just be like, there are no other guests. Bye. <laughs> you work this out. Right. Right. You make them, you like make them sit at the table and then like 15, like guys in their early thirties are like, let's get together. Yeah. 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 Is this working? <laughs> Is, it work? Is this as right? endearing as two um, <laughs> children? Twins? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do this, tried. but I'm calling Haley Mills. <laughs> Um, what I learned is guys, I am just a serial entrepreneur. I don't know what to tell you. My brain is, is bursting <laughs> no. with ideas. I can't help it. Um, if you have a breakup, but you don't have any friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to call me. I'm like a guy. I'm like a man with a van. I will go pick up your records. That is a service <laughs> that I will provide <laughs> to you. Here's what I do. I pick up the records. Yeah. Okay. I make awkward, small talk. With your ex Mm -hmm. as I am picking up the records. That's about it. Those are the two. (laughs) Those are the two services that I provide uh, for for you. So, uh, but I mean, but that small that small talk includes a lot of things like she's she's doing great. She's no, I think this is good for her. This is good. Uh, Just really like subtle digs. uh, Yeah, no, she's. I saw her just the other day, and she has never looked um, livelier. Or, no. you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She just seems healthier. She's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's just, like a glow. It's like a glow to her. So, um, yeah. she um, asked me to ask you, what's your name again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, as part of the um, service, Dan, do you get to keep the records that you like? Or, <laughs> yes. I can't. Well, I got I to gotta find your speed. I get to keep one, one album. Yeah. A. Uh, B, it is like Uber. There is. Um, there's peak pricing. So if there's, <laughs> mm-hmm. if, there, if I got a lot of records to pick up that day, it, it is going to cost you more. It's going to cost uh, you just, more records. Just FYI. Uh, Rachel, what'd you learn? I mean, Dan's company, by the way, is named uh, dead lady record collection. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, uh, what I learned is, um, it's something that I've known, which is, uh, in a breakup, usually, uh, guys are oblivious. And so, mm-hmm. I just need to reiterate that you're not going to stay friends. I learned you're not going to stay friends. It's not going to happen. So if somebody says mm-hmm. you'll still be friends, hedge your bets and just assume you're not. And then be pleasantly surprised when you are friends. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Yeah. That's what I learned. But what if you, what if you did stay friends? But you're not going to stay friends, Dan. You're not going to mm. stay friends. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. But, but follow up question. Okay, yeah. What if you okay, did? buddy, I'm going to tell you again. Mm-hmm. No, it's not going to happen. You, they'll say it. Mm-hmm. They'll say it over and over again. They'll say we'll always mm-hmm. be in each other's lives. And guess what? Right. Nope. Nope. Give it four weeks. I, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like in this one case, it is Okay, true. buddy. No, no, <laughs> no. Seems like they're going to stay friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for b- backing me up, <laughs> fellow man. I got a good feeling about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I think it's good. I think it's good. Uh, just ain't gonna um, happen. All right. Well, this has been the Story Song Podcast, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> um, if you can follow us on the socials like Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, uh, that would be great. And if you can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, mm. like 
uh, Podchaser or Good Pods or um, Alt J or what was it called? Triple J. Triple um, J. <laughs> if you get if you're listening to Triple J when they're playing our podcast, that'd be great. Uh, you can leave a review, a five star review, uh, anywhere on those places. Uh, we would certainly appreciate it. Come back next, and we'll read it on the episode. show. And we're on the show. Come back next episode uh, for another great story song. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We will talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening again, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the story. Trying to tip my tongue. Uh, <laughs> music video. He's still out there. Yeah. And Snapple. Australian. He's somewhere. He's fine. <laughs> uh, oh, I did. I remember what it was. Okay, let's do this clean. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.